Hello, welcome to another episode of the Community Board Podcast. My name is Miguel Valdez and I'm here today with my friend and local artist, Bobby Marines. How you doing, Bobby? Yo, what's up, Miguel? How's, what's, what's new? Oh, uh, what's not new is the, is the better question. I mean, um, look at the weather. Oh, I know, I know. It's beautiful. Birds start singing. Yeah, it's snows. It's oh. it's hints of what's to come. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of change in the air. Um, yeah. Speaking of change, I got my show coming up. Yeah, I mean, tell us tell us about about it. Well, it's a it's a show that is mm. based on a body of work, or it's it's around a body of work that I just finished with the help of a CMAC grant. Okay. It was Can you stamp- tell, tell your friends what is the CMAC? So yeah, it's the Southeast. Minnesota Arts Council. Okay. And the grant that I got was an established artist grant. Uh, it's a $5,000 grant. It's for a project that I pitched about exploring the notion of being Latino in modern day America and what that means to, 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 um, what it means to be American or what it means to be Latino raised in America, you know, being, whether it be, um, second third fourth generation immigrant or um so for friends who are listening to this podcast and they don't know bobby marines who is bobby marines how can you would you describe yourself um you know i had a friend one time (laughs) introduce me as artist slash visionary okay (laughs) and i like the term visionary because um it's a like an all-encompassing term so um but really an artist, I mean, an artist to the bone. And that's that's what I do. That's how I see the world. Um, that's what I do full time. It's what I... Born and raised where? Born and raised in Robstown, Texas. Born in Corpus, Corpus Christi, but raised in Robstown. How far is that from Corpus or Galveston? It's, um, well, Corpus Christi, Robstown is a suburb of Corpus Christi. Oh, I see. And so, like, it's, I guess, like, few hours north of the mexican border from brownsville oh so it's pretty close then yeah it's about two hours southeast of san antonio okay yeah so that's where they call the the valley yeah no 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 it's it's right above the valley yeah okay all right yeah so how long you been up here in minnesota i've been up here for consistently for for about 10 years um since my son was born since my oldest son was born and um I've been coming and going for, I'm thinking like 15, like 15 years. So I'm imagining all these transitions between Texas and here, and like you said, the, being a Latino in, in the United States, that reflects on your on your work that you're going to be presenting? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's uh, it all started with um, with some thoughts I had a long time ago, I mean, years ago. Um, when I first moved up to Minnesota, you know, I, I, growing up in South Texas, you never had to deal with anybody calling you a minority or, uh, somebody classifying you as Latino or Hispanic or, oh, you're a Latino artist or, um, you were just Texan. That was, yeah, I was just, just me. And then, you know, we said the pledge of allegiance at school and we were taught American history and Texas history. And, um, so there was never any, any categorization as far as like ethnicity, yeah. Um, and then moving up here, that's one of the first things you're confronted with. Um, we are no longer the majority up here. It's 
um, that's when I first heard the term minority directly um, um, directly toward me or refer, referring um, referring to me. And um, ever since then, I've been thinking about it a lot. And what, what does that mean? What does that mean that I'm a minority? Or what does it mean that I'm just uh, uh, that I'm Latino American and not American? Does that mean that I'm not I can't just say that I'm American? Do I have to put Latino first? And if it's Latino, then is it Latino or Hispanic or Chicano or Mexican or, or, or Texican or you know what I mean? Like, what is it? And um, that that's what I'm starting to do now is explore that. Okay. And when when do you do you start calling yourself artist? Because that's another thing that you have to find out, you know, as a person. Like, okay, I'm an artist. I'm a... Yeah, that's that's a big step. <laughs> you came like, out as ours. Yeah, like coming out as an art. Yeah, and I, I use I use that um, analogy sometimes. But uh, um, how how I, the family takes that? I mean, <laughs> they, you, uh, they, you did you know, it on a holiday or there's <laughs> criticism. There's criticism, of course, um, because. It's like, well, what do you mean you're, you're going to pursue art full time, like tattooing or like something like uh, architecture or like you're going to school for graphic design? Or it's like, no, I kind of just want to make art and like try to make a living off. They're like, what do you mean? That's even crazier. Like not only is the other stuff, the uh, like creative um, endeavors, um, creative careers, not only are those risky, but then you just want to just go all in with your art alone. You want to stand on that alone. And, um, you know, so there was like, uh, nervous faces and stuff and there was like you know everybody like how are you gonna do it and it's a competitive uh field and it's and i was just like i don't know i just know that i want to do it and i know that that's just something that lights me up more than anything so i, rem I remember in the past you shared with me that you used to go lay at night and go go find some boxes cart cardboard oh yeah to do some yeah well the thing is like i at i the beginning yeah in the beginning i i i guess i i reached the point where I had absolutely hit, I had saw what rock bottom was, you know, I, I had went through, like I was working at a factory job for a long time and um, I was in a relationship for a long time. I left, uh, you know, separated from the relationship and left the job within the same week period. And I was with both of those for four years. And um, then I did a lot of soul searching for the next like year and a half, crashed and burned, uh, I was in Texas. I found myself in Texas with like nothing left to give or nothing left to offer. And um, I was in debt and I just felt like I didn't want to go back to a factory job. It had traumatized me, you know, like all the racial stuff I had to deal with, all the just backbreaking work, the thoughts that I was wasting my time and potential. Um, so I asked myself a few questions and I looked around at what I still had to offer the world. And I mean, I could still draw. <laughs> so... Um, it was actually, it was a scary, it was a scary moment because it was a true fork in the road. It was like, uh, I had actually thought about just ending all of it. I was so depressed, you know, I was like, I could just end everything right now, um, and call it good. And that'd be it. That's done. Like, I mean, you have that power in your hands all day, every day to just end it all. If you can't hack it, if you can't handle life, you really, really can't. And that's what I thought. And I'm like, am I really at that point? And I'm like. I could do that. Okay. Okay. I could do that. I know that's an option. Uh, or, or 
I could like follow every single cliche that I had ever heard in my life, like follow your dreams and uh, what you put your mind to, you can do and uh, pursue your passions. And, and I could turn life into this experiment where I could pick the one thing that I still love to do and the, the one thread that was there since I was a child, which was art and creativity. I could use that, apply all the cliches I ever heard and see if they work. And, I'm, and I hit the ground running and I never looked back since. So I started um, looking up, okay, well, if I don't have paint, how am I going to get paint? You know, if I don't have brushes, how am I going to get brushes? If I don't have canvas, how am I going to, what am I going to paint on? And I was on the Greyhound bus back to Minnesota, um, just writing That's everything out. Ride, yeah. And I was writing it all out. I still have the letter to this day. I'm writing this, this, this proclamation to myself, like, you know what, this declaration. And I'm like, I vow to pursue this art thing to, to the ends of the earth and see where it takes me. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm just going to follow this completely. Um, and then I started writing down ideas. Okay, like I know they, they have cardboard dumpsters, so I'm going to try to just jump into those and paint on that stuff. Um, then a, a buddy told me about the free hazardous waste uh, recycling place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started getting free paints there. Brushes came along here and there, and then I would uh, occasionally buy some from Walmart. Um, and then I started started slowly to sell some pieces, and that started to pay for better material, and you know, it snowballed from there. Good man. So, and so we're here today, and and for the CMAC for them to give you that grant. Um, what is the to be established? What is it called again? Yeah, it's a it's an established artist grant. Okay, so that for that you have to prove that you done some art or that you're established or that you're doing this full time how yeah yeah what is the criteria for yeah that? because there's a there's the emerging artist grant which is like a $2,500 grant up to 2500 and then there's the established for up to 5000 and um I think the biggest difference is you have to show that it's your primary way of of living Okay. I mean, like that's that's really or surviving or surviving <laughs> like that is your yeah, and that is like, uh, and that you've you know had some success here and there, um, maybe done some shows, maybe put some stuff together, maybe exhibited somewhere, um. So you have to just show some proof of that, and emerging artists, I think, is just like, um, up and coming. You know, don't don't really have too much experience gotcha. and just like dabbling, but um. But yeah, so uh, real quick, I, for, I I wanted to mention yes. how um, calling myself an artist, uh, I I don't I think I forgot to answer that like directly, but the first time I called myself an artist, it was funny. I I had I uh, had a buddy of mine ask me if I wanted to donate some artwork to the Stewartville Choir, and I was like, yeah, but I want to go get inspired by these people. I want to go. So he's like, okay, I could set that up for you. And I went to the, this class and sat in the choir class. I didn't know that everyone was going to be there. And I walk in and I just try to sneak on the side of the class. And they stop what they were doing, put all the attention on me, saying they have a guest artist in town, a guest artist in class. And uh, the director uh, brought me to the center. And I, <laughs> I, I looked at everybody and um, I just spoke it. Like I just said, um, yeah, I'm an uh, I'm a local artist, and even the words coming out were like, 
oh, people are going to call me out as like a, a fake or something like a phony. And I'm like, oh, we'll hope this doesn't catch up to you. You have later. to believe it. So it will come out. <laughs> yeah. So I started. To, and then from then on out. And it was amazing. Like that, that entire choir, like um, they sang um, an Adele song. Like with me sitting in the center, just like listening to like they sang it specifically so that I could get inspired to paint something for them. And I donated a painting to, uh, to them later. But um, speaking it into existence was was a, a scary thing. But then I started to do it more and more. And at first people were like, especially like homeboys from back home and stuff like they were uh, like, what do you mean artist cuz? And like, what are you talking about? And, uh, you know, it sounds a little pretentious sometimes, but I started to say it more and more. And people just uh, ended up at a point to where they didn't have a choice but to believe it. And I didn't either. <laughs> There was no comeback. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> That's great. So will you, um, can you share with us also for this event that is coming up? Mm -hmm. Give us some details so our friends can come and check out the work you've been doing. Yeah, okay. Um, I have, uh, I guess the, the most monumental pieces there are six large canvases they're like four by five feet pieces and um on these pieces i cover everything from like politics to religion to latino history to american history to um uh pop culture i mean um all together there's about 11 pieces um at the show we we will be uh, exhibiting everything all these pieces all all 11 of them And in the center, we're planning on having a couple of tables set up so that people can actually play Loteria live. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and um, and it's a prime location. It's Peace Plaza. So what's Loteria for friends who are not familiar, familiar oh, with? Yeah, Loteria is Mexican bingo. So, um, so the bingo cards, instead of consisting of numbers, they consist of like scenes or objects from everyday characters. life. Yeah, characters from everyday life and... Um, Uh, we're going to have the traditional version, the traditional cards and stuff yeah. available for people to play so people can bring some change. Beans. Some beans, some pinto beans. Corn, gonna, yeah. yeah, uncooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to have some some for them also, but change is mainly something yeah. that they can Beer bring. Beer caps. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, so like even the Loteria concept, I have a big piece of mine, one of the big pieces where I recreated a, a Loteria card. Do you guys used to play Loteria back at home? Oh, every, like, all the time. Like, that was a big, it still is. And, like, my tias and them are super fast at calling the cards. And it's crazy, like, not many I know, people, and they won't repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... But it's cool, though, because it keeps you on your toes and it's intense. And then, like, the posito, which is, you know, the, the separate little the little uh, bowl that we, oh, yeah. yeah, that we reserve for, like, the four in the middle. Anybody that gets all four in the middle gets the posito. And, um, you know, that could get, like, overflowing the bowl and everybody wants the posito. It's, like, it's super intense. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite family traditions. Yeah, love Loteria, too. Yeah, and I want to share that with everybody who attends. Cool. So, okay, location. And time for this event location is um right next door to max cafe right on the peace plaza downtown right. rochester yep downtown rochester peace plaza right next door to max cafe um kind of like in between i guess you could say like chester's and max cafe yep like right there where it used to be there um an art gallery right? an, yeah an art gallery used to so be now, there. now you they're yeah. letting you use this space Yeah, now it's a vacant space. We can't... Uh, um, And how long is this going to be, the open? 
I the, mean the show. The show's gonna be from six to ten p.m. Just at one night. One it, night. So gonna, you better make it there. It's only one time. It's one time, and it's my first time being out in the community and bringing work out since Art Blitz. I didn't even show anything at Art Blitz actually. Um, I just helped put it together, but um, it's also my first like nice, serious, clean body of work with something to say. Okay. Which I'm really excited about. And I'm really excited to open up conversation and discourse between anybody in the community who wants to talk about these issues. Because not only Latinos, but anybody else who has um, has an issue with self-identity and like trying to figure out who they are, or what home is to them, or like, um, you know, if they feel, feel like an outsider. Great. So, well, now you guys know. Can you please repeat again, Bobby? Location, time. So Location, right next door to Max Cafe, downtown. Peace Plaza, yeah. downtown Rochester, Minnesota. Date? Date is March 12th. It's a Saturday from 6 to 10 p.m. What cocktails will be there? Cocktails will be there. Cash bar provided by Max. Uh, free to the public? It's, no, it, there's a cover? Uh, it's 3 to $5 suggested donation. Suggested donation yeah. to come to the show. Okay. All right, well... Anything else that you want to share, Bobby? Any uh, future projects that you have coming up besides that one? Oh, yeah. That, that might be another show, though. <laughs> All right. We'll that. do another one. Stay tuned. Please uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, and stay tuned. We're going to be posting some links for Bobby's event uh, and some of his work that he's been doing, some videos there. So... Follow us, and do you have a Twitter, or where can people find you, follow you? Uh, Facebook, yeah, Facebook, Bobby Marinas, Twitter, Bobby Marinas, Instagram, Bobby Marinas, B-O-B-B-Y-M-A-R-I-N-E-S, but if you're on Facebook, then it's uh, M-A-R-I-N-E-Z. All right, so now you know. Stay tuned, and check it out. Peace. Bye-bye.